a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Alpine Stars Protects on RacerXOnline.com. your continued support of our sponsors we have surpassed 1,000 podcasts delivered with over 7 million downloads click that amazon banner on pole mx to help us out and donate via patreon if it suits you and as always enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us original moto podcast featuring legends of the past stars of today season previews and race reviews introspection opinion facts and laughs here's your host steve mathis welcome everybody to the fly racing racer x podcast show i'm steve mathis of course thank you for tuning in thanks to flyracing.com from the frfi boot to the uh, new Evo gear, to the FR5 helmet. They've got you covered from head to toe. Please check them out, flyracing.com. Call your local dealer. Go down to your local dealer. Bang on the counter. Demand to see the catalog for Fly Racing's 2020 stuff. Uh, Kinetic Mesh is out now. They debuted that a while ago. And uh, you might be able to, by the time this comes out, still be able to get the LE Coral stuff that you saw at the Monster Cup from the folks at Fly Racing. So thanks to them for coming on board this podcast. Also, thank you, Alpine Stars. Alpine Stars MX, you know the name, you know the quality of stuff they have, and whether it's the Tech 10 boot, which is the most advanced boot in motocross today, it's got the booty inside of it, it's been redesigned for 2020, beginning of, or redesigned for 2019, I should say. I like the Tech 7s myself, the Bionic Neck Support System, the A1 Chest Protector, the A4, what a lot of riders wear underneath their jerseys that maybe aren't necessarily sponsored by Alpine Stars, but they, a lot of guys love that A1 Chest Protector. Thank those guys for coming on board, and uh, AJ Catanzaro. Made Supercross main events this past year on Maxxis Tires, MXST Tire, developed by the king, Jeremy McGrath. Uh, MXSTs, please get them, out, get them out, check them out. And uh, Minion Mountain Bike Tires as well. Maxxis has got light truck tires. they got mountain bike tires. they got dirt bike tires. Uh, they've got UTV stuff. So Maxxis has done, done a very good job uh, marketing their tire line and making great tires for a long time now. So thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks to those companies for sponsoring it uh in studio uh this week for the podcast uh very very excited to have her in town she's uh currently here in vegas for sema uh doing work for the kicker people i believe we'll get to that in a second but you've seen her on flat track on 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 nbc you've seen her at the monster cup you've seen her a number of places over the years doing uh, a great job commenting commentating it's Kristen beat what's up Kristen? how are you hi i'm good thanks for coming in yeah i came here to see rocky that's <laughs> that's what i was gonna ask you uh, it was really rocky was the draw rocky was the big draw the, the, i mean the basset hound the doggo you gotta yeah. bring him treats and you gotta give him yeah. the belly rub yeah and... well you gave him a treat and then five minutes later he was on his back just looked like he was passed <laughs> out so i don't know what was in that treat but yeah i hear cbd is good now it yeah, is. yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> he looked very content laying there, i swear so. they're from rocky mountain chocolate factory they're for the doggos yeah no that's awesome uh thanks for coming in so uh you're here for sema yeah i'm here working with kicker audio and they're just um, super cool. They work with a lot of motorsports guys. Yep. They sponsor for the AFT guys, and they have some great product and brought me out, and I like working with them. They're That's fun. cool. Are you um, doing some stuff with uh, 
spectator participation stuff or what do you what do you do like what's your job yeah so we're actually doing some social media videos on builds which is a little bit different for me because it's more from a creative angle it's very casual it's not um you know me i bring my big notebooks i don't need a notebook Mm. for this one so we're going through and we're talking about a lot of the truck builds that they do and what kind of speakers they put in there sure uh, they're cool you know yeah they've they've been in moto a long time like you said man Uh, uh i i knew jason jones back at kicker a long time ago i got a bunch of stuff from them and i remember they supported so many riders over the years kicker has yeah yeah and they're such a cool company like american made from Stillwater, Oklahoma, yep. and the guys who own the company, like you would not believe, like the owner, uh, Steve Irby of Kicker, is like, yeah. at SEMA, and he yeah, just yeah. hangs out and talks and tells <laughs> tells me about his builds, and it's just one of those like very cool family companies. Cool. Um, for you yourself, and we'll get into your, your personal life a little bit, you've got an interesting fiancé that takes up a lot of your time, and you're trying to obviously, <laughs> you know, lock down this commentating job and get, you know, ahead in that. Yeah. Hopefully in stick and ball sports, by the way. That, that's what really pays. <laughs> um, so you've got a lot going on. So when, when somebody, uh, you're, I, I imagine you're like me, you're like a freelance broadcaster. Mm-hmm. I'm a freelance journalist. So if Kicker comes in or if um, uh, a go-kart series comes in, yeah. that's you just take it, right? You're not under contract with anybody. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like as you know, like when Supercross didn't come together this year, I just told myself, okay, they think that I need more reps. They think I need just a little bit more. And I'm like, I'm going to get everything that I can get my hands on. So you won't believe the amount of people I sent my resume to. I sent my demo to them. I'm like, guys, just, hey, if you have anything, let me know. And the call started coming in. I literally couldn't do as much. Like I was torn between AFT, Arena Cross, Enduro Cross. I did some Canadian rounds. Like I was everywhere. So there was literally no week in this season where I was just like, oh, I'm going to kick back and watch a movie. Yeah, your your travel schedule is pretty gnarly, I imagine. It was, but it was so much fun and it was really cool cool to be able to see how all these different series kind of intertwine because mm-hmm. they do a lot especially yep. with like arena cross then i go up and do the canadian series yep. and you get to see the difference between the u.s and canada and how yep. they run their series and then you go and do enduro cross and you learn so much about those bikes and those handling and then you do aft which is right. its own beast yeah its own deal um and it you know it's very cool to see how kind of all the different racers i learned a lot about race psychology and mentality that's yeah. that's what i kind of took away from it it's all very similar yeah yeah you know? i really yeah i really a racer is a racer behind I, the bars you, the brain you, is the sure. same the psychology is the same and sure uh, um yeah, and you come from a motocross background. Obviously, your Brian race, your brother Ryan race pro for a number of years. Good mm-hmm. rider. Uh, you just grew up with it, right? Motocross. Yeah, motocross, and yeah. I raced for a little bit too. Oh, did you? But, oh, I didn't yeah, know that. But okay. I just, I, w- I just wasn't very good. Down in San Diego. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I wasn't very good, and uh, I took up a camera instead and got behind that. And I was like, yeah. "This is where I feel safe. I feel good here." Um, and then. I went to college, did that traditional route, mm-hmm. and I got an opportunity as a photographer when I was working with Fuel TV, and I used to work with motocross.com, okay. and Fuel TV gives me a call, and they're like, hey, we've seen you at a lot of the races. Could you go and do this interview for us? A gal that we have booked for this freestyle event is sick. Can you okay. go and do this shoot yep, for us? Yep. I go out there, and then one turned into another and turned into another, and I was like, okay, maybe I won't go and get the law degree. Maybe I'll start doing oh, this. Oh, so that's this. what you were going to do? I okay. wanted to be a manager. Yep. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, growing up as a sister of someone who had gotten injured in the sport and mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of the right protection. I wanted to go that route and I yeah. wanted to like protect writers. And I was yeah, so yeah. about that, but I realized that one person isn't going to make that change. But if you can tell stories that relate back to that writer and people start becoming more educated about yeah. the sport and the complexities of it, yep. you can make change. Yeah. So of course I wanted to become a voice in the sport and I did. And that's cool. Still climbing. Um, yeah. still working on it. And, and yeah, with the NB, with the switch to NBC sports, you were probably in the running for that, right? Okay, I came close it, for being the... Uh, from what I've been told, it was yeah. down to the wire. But, I mean, I think they made the right choice. You know, I watch their races, and I'm so excited about the progress that they've made yeah. as a team and a broadcast. And I... In my head, there's room for two people down on the floor. Like, have one person cover the you right. know the 250 bikes. Have one person cover the sure. 450. On NASCAR, sure. they have like 12 pit reporters yeah. on pit road, and they have less cars than we have riders yeah. on the gate at Supercross. So, right. like, right. add a few more reporters. Like, 
Yep. Keep someone stationed in the pits so when someone goes back to the pits in between the motos, you can catch yeah. an interview and then have someone on the floor to do interviews mm-hmm. and have a guy like Daniel Blair giving you, you know, the detailed track reports. Like, yeah, yeah. add me to the team, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, take away people, but just add yeah, me. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, Will <laughs> does a good job. She, she, does, she does. She does a good job. Uh, I don't know what her background was beforehand, but she's picked it up pretty good, and she's she's she into it, you know. So so good for her. Yeah. Um. One of the things that we saw you at um a lot um is the flat track series, which is our, our buddy Jason Wagen is yeah, the lead announcer. Um. That's something that's kind of been rebooted, re-kickstarted. Um. How's that going as a series as a whole? What, how do you feel? Yeah. So when and I, I s- don't know much about flat tracks, so just bear with me here. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> so um. It was completely new to me as well. Yeah. When I got in, I was like, wait, so the 450s are the singles class? You Like, <laughs> you know, and so you're... Yeah, you're like, what? There's a huge learning curve there. And yeah. then you have the Harleys and the Indians, which is a make that I had never been familiarized with yeah. growing up. I was all about Yamaha, sure. Suzuki, like yeah, the, yeah. you know, main right. stands. And so the series as a whole, when I approached it, I had a huge learning curve, just learning about the bikes and the tech, because that's something that I try to educate myself on, and yep. I use that as a starting point. But... um the series is really cool because it has been ignited in the last year and they're yeah. really trying to revitalize it. Yeah. And OEMs are supporting it more. The like, OEMs yeah, are supporting yeah. it more. At the final round, actually, in uh, Meadowlands, we saw one rider on a JGR MX Suzuki okay. on the final round, Chad yeah, yeah. Post, and it was completely unassociated from JGR. The yeah, guy who yeah. built it happens to be on the NASCAR side and came out to Chad Coast and goes, hey, I want to build you a bike. Yeah, and I yeah. just am an AFT fan. Right. I work at JGR. They told me they could lend me a bike and some parts. Do you want to run it for oh, me? And of cool. course, Chad Coast is a privateer and he's like, heck yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And so, I mean, it had the JGR MX branding on it and all the graphics yeah. kit and we saw him go out there and I think it might spark interest for a lot of the OEMs to become yeah. competitive. Yeah, it, it seems like a neat series. It seems interesting. Um, for that, and you, you know, you and I have talked, you know, we talked a couple times on the phone here and there and yeah, you're, you yourself, you're trying to dig in and find some stories of these guys. You're trying to get behind them into them and like, okay, yeah, you got fourth tonight, but what's going on behind the scenes, right? Oh, the worst thing is, is yeah. like when you're trying to pull teeth with a guy, yeah. and it's like they, yeah. they have to have some concept to know like what we need as reporters when you come into it. Right. Yeah. So like yeah. if I'm saying like, Hey, so you know, what adjustments have you been making? Oh, we just made some suspension changes. Like, no, I know you did a little bit more than that. Like, tell me about the, yeah. you know, tuning changes. Yeah, that you guys... Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm not dumb. Like, yeah. you can tell me what you guys are doing. Like, I learned the bikes for this reason. I'm yeah. an educated reporter. And then you get the guys who are like, well, my goal is just to work my way from, you know, mid-pack to the front. Like, I want to win this one. And I'm like, you are not getting TV time. And they complain <laughs> to me and they come to me and they're like, why aren't you talking about me? And I'm like, because, like, you're not giving me what I need. Yeah. We always try to ask good questions, but there's, you know, always at each race, you end up with two or three really good stories yeah. that, i mean like if yeah. i was a puppy i'd be wagging my tail because i'm like yes i just got gold like see you later like as soon yeah. as you tell me what i need i'm like thank you yeah. bye i'm gonna go write this down yeah and uh you get that gold story I, I, yeah these guys um you know obviously when you're eli tomac or ken roxon and supercross you don't really care all, to do that much media you don't really care what people know because you're winning all the time and you're going to get the press anyways but mm-hmm. outside of it a few elite guys like hey guys work with me here sell it and and i think one of the things that we've done well at pulp show is we found these Nicolettis and Etignaps and Alex Rays, and we've been like, we've we've exposed them to the world. These guys who have great personalities and oh, can sure. tell a story. My first you know? race with um, Canadian Series, yeah, Calgary, and I go up there, Calgary, Cal- Calgary, <laughs> Calgary, and uh, I go up there, and my best story that day was from Phil. Yeah, and of course, like that's an easy, you know, that's yeah. low hanging fruit. Right. But he's yeah. actually giving me feedback on the bike, and he's like, you know what, the bike's just not doing what I need it to do tonight, and I need this to happen. And it's like right. he told me the truth he told me exactly what i needed ah, i'm so miserable <laughs> <laughs> no he was not eeyore but like he was telling yeah, me yeah. kind of that story and like what he needed more from yeah. the bike and those are the kind of little tidbits that i think at home if i'm a fan I'm, yeah. i mean 
obviously yeah. I'm a sports fan. Yeah. If I can know exactly what's happening, it makes me more interested in it because it's easier yep. to follow because yeah. you actually get what's going on on the bikes. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've 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 said for years that they need to. They're so worried about the first time viewer in Supercross, and oh. I'm just I'm just I'm just shake my head all the time when Ralph talks about a red Honda, <laughs> or when Ricky goes to that cutout bike and says nothing interesting. Like, hey, if I'm a new guy, I'll catch up. But if you're into it. Right. Tell me about the high-speed compression, low-speed compression. Tell me about this stuff because that, that's what people want to get into, you know? Well, I mean, like... I've, I know what a foot peg is. You I've know? said this yeah. so many times, but if I turn into an NFL game, they're not talking about, like, yeah. hey, he made a toss down the field. Like, they're yeah. specific. Hey, everybody, you need 10 yards for a first down. Like, <laughs> like, no, like wait, yeah. if I'm not a football fan, what's a first down? Yeah. No, they, uh, they yeah, yeah, yeah. preach to the choir because they know who their viewer is. Yeah. And like, I mean, yeah. viewer we're, maintenance we're, is just as important as NASCAR is well learning yeah. like viewer maintenance is just as important as viewer like building yeah we're so insecure in our sports like guys we are what we are just mm-hmm. like, take them em- embrace the guys that have you know love the sport and go with it and yeah. the, other, the other guys will catch on yeah they'll, they'll google it or whatever we, you know it is a smart population out there <laughs> yeah, do not yeah. underestimate yeah them. yeah for sure so um you did the flat track thing mm-hmm. you did only two rounds of canadian stuff uh yeah. i thought you were gonna do more what happened there yeah there were just some budget and- budget problems probably <laughs> Well, I'm, I mean, to be honest, yeah, there were some budget yeah. problems, but I love that series. I yep. love those guys. Like, they're so nice to work for, and they're the kind of guys that you want to, like... It's a laid-back series, man. It's so it cool. Is, yeah. And you go up there with Galdi, and it's like, I don't want to say it out loud, because, like, I got to get paid, but, like, I do that shit for free. Yeah. It's so, sorry, I don't <laughs> yeah. know how I can say it. Like, I yeah. do it for free, because yeah. I love working with those guys, yeah. and, like, it's so much fun, but, like, you can't do things for free. No, you no. You know? And, uh, and then you always have to go against the guys who are like, hey, like, but this guy does it for the hotel room, and he shares a hotel room with three other people. Why can't you share a hotel yeah, room? Yeah, like, yeah. you get what you pay for it. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly, right? And, and I know yeah. that series. I know the people who run it, including that Gold character. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's 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 laid back, and it, the, the, there's not a lot of money there, for sure. Yeah. Um, but you went to Prince George, right? I did. I How was to- that flight? Um, it was long. It was arduous. But you know what? It was probably one of the coolest experiences. Was it? Yeah. If I could tell any fan, if they have the budget, go to Prince George and visit just the track and jail like i saw a bear on the way to the mm. track which <laughs> yeah phil told me that too phil saw a bear too he's like right. oh, i was running and i saw a bear i'm like oh god so. no but you get out there and yeah. um so funny story though i'm doing a stand-up during that race and of course it's all live yeah. and i got stung by a bee oh, yeah. and i'm sitting there and i'm about ready to toss it to galdi and i couldn't toss it back to him because he's laughing because i'm like hey guys one pass and i try to like blow off the bee i was like yeah, yeah, yeah. and it wouldn't move and i yeah. got stung by it and i was like so i'm gonna toss it back up to you guys now after i finish my report yeah. but i ended up cutting that for my demo because it was like quite impressive to oh, get stung nice, by a bee nice. I like that yeah you can get stung up. by a bee <laughs> um, you did the kicker arena cross series as well um, Jace Owen just made a mockery of that thing he won almost every round uh, but the cool news is that thing's going bigger and better, I think, for next year. Huge, yeah. Are you going to be involved with it still? Do you want to? Or? I am 100% involved. Yeah. And 100% because the people behind it. I yeah. love the producers. I love the directors. I love working with Todd Hammock, Glenn Selig, and they worked arduously throughout the offseason trying to get the sponsorship yep. together, trying to get the series together. And last year it was so last minute yep. that we didn't have the rider depth that we should have had because no one knew there was going to be TV. Yeah. We couldn't even – I, I feel it. like it was people – People that I knew, you know, in the beginning of Supercross were like, what is that thing? And and then I'm like, hey, dude, Jay Owen's killing it right now, like money-wise. Making a lot of money. Yeah, like you, we should, you, more of you guys should be there. Yeah. And I, I don't feel like anybody knew about it. Yeah. Well, we were filming at one point throughout the series, and we couldn't tell people, so we literally had to cover my hand over the mic until right when we were with the writers. The only people that knew were like, 
the writers that we were interviewing. Oh, really? Because we could, it wasn't finalized with Fox oh, yet. So okay. we went ahead yeah, and started yeah. filming. We're like, yeah, yeah. dear God, please let this work yeah, out. Please, please, Fox. Yeah, please right, right. pull it together. And it did. And then so this coming year, we're going to have 12 rounds. Yep. Um, they're not all in different places, which is great for the team. So yep. basically, like we'll have two nights in one venue. So yeah. the teams only have to go to one place. Yeah, yeah. But we end up with 12 TV shows. Yeah, six, six, six rounds, six visits, six, six, six vi- cities. Six stops. Yeah, that's it. And then 12 TV shows right. from it, right? So, and then on top of that, we got AMA sanctioning, which... Yep. I saw that, that press release, yeah. There is a huge amount of prestige that follows that. So if the AMA championship has any... Sta- I mean, I don't know what it means to you anymore, Steve, but like an AMA championship to me is still an AMA championship. Yeah, no, it's still a big deal. Yeah, right. for sure. And Absolutely. so for a lot of writers, like that brings a level of prestige to this series. I mean, it, it's what is drawing Jay Sullivan back to this series yeah. because last year it was not an AMA championship. Yep, yep. This year, yep. if you win the Arena Cross Series, it's an AMA championship. Listen, if people knew what Jace was making every weekend, there'd be a lot more riders there, and so they might be there this weekend, right? And, I, and we, we may have a new title sponsor coming that, that we don't know for sure, but we hope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that thing sounds like it's going to blow up. Yeah, so, and yeah. the really cool thing is, too, like, everyone talks about, oh, TV ratings, oh, sponsors don't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So last year, I don't know if you ever, like, go to bars and you see, like, Fox Sports 2 on. Every single time that I went, which is, gosh, I'm How many myself. bars did you go to? <laughs> <laughs> Every single time I went to a bar. But I also got texts from friends all the time. Yeah, yeah. They'd send me pictures, and it was, like, yeah. weeks, months after yeah. these races aired. Even just a few weeks ago, these races are still re-airing yeah, because yeah. Fox Sports 2 wants the content, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So the amount of re-air time that these episodes are getting yeah, And that's that's nuts. important, too, yeah. Um, and you got to interview Blake Wharton. I did, which is which is a special treat. <laughs> I did I, a sit down. And I did a yeah, long form interview uh, with Blake. Blake's a Blake's a piece of work, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah, yeah we went great. everywhere. But yeah, you know what? Yeah. I really admire him and his ambition, and it's cool. And it's yeah. I like personality, so yeah. it's cool to see and, it. Yeah, and he's got one for sure. So, um, so that'll be interesting. That'll be good. I, I like to see that. We need an arena car series again, like we used to have back in the mm-hmm. day. I I think Feld kind of mismanaged it, in my opinion, uh, the last few years, and it went away and. Hopefully these new guys, and I don't know these guys at all, but they do a good job from what I hear, and I hope that they can yeah, bring it back to where it was. Were you ever around for the cash payout, like the bracket rounds that used to do where they used to collect cash from the audience? No, I've have... heard about a lot of them. I, I, I only went to a couple of those, but I don't remember those bracket rounds. Yeah, yeah. so all the they guys that I used to hat, talk to, right? Daniel Blair yeah, tells yeah. me these stories that they used to pass a hat around, and I mean, you could walk out of that place with five, six grand yeah, yeah. because everyone's putting in money, yeah, yeah. and I was like, guys, we've got to bring this back, so I'm on that channel. I'm still trying yeah, to get yeah, you're to still running that. Yeah, yeah, oh no, yeah, yeah. because I want to see that kind of, because I mean, right. imagine if we could get that kind of money to these guys, right? you know? Now, a series like that, the color people are calling it from a studio somewhere during the week or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, in so Chicago. So you were the person on the floor. How hard is that? <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah, I would think so, right? It's super weird because also like, so I don't know if Weed or Daniel have told you, but I'll put together note packages for them and yeah. I'll get quotes from the writers for them to use and then I'll take notes throughout the race because not always will we have cameras. I mean, it. You, everyone works in a budget. Yeah. So we only have so many cameras. Sometimes yeah. things will happen that miss our cameras. So during the race, I'm trying to make notes of anything that's yeah, big. Yeah. If fifth falls out, what happened? Yeah. If someone felt like if something happened, what happened? And so I'm making these notes for these guys. I send it in later. I listen to them calling the race. I try to send them notes about what I'm giving them so yeah. they can create those transitions. But like yeah. I'm tossing it up oh, totally. to people who don't know it. And no. I'm giving in-race hits hoping that they didn't already talk about it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like super weird to me like to p- piece that thing together it's, and to know – and to all work in unison and make a really smooth yeah. show. And that's why I like live so much better. Like I love right. Monster. I loved working at Monster Cup both years yep. because I got that live experience. Yep. And I was like, guys, I'm better live. Look, look at what I can do. <laughs> we don't need to talk about Monster Cup TV package and and in law in 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 race presentation this year. But I don't know what those guys are doing. But I I don't. I, they try to mix it up for the Monster Cup every year, and that's one of the reasons you got a shot of it. Mm-hmm. They try to mix it up and bring in some different people. But I don't know who these people were this year. I think they all. Just won a contest. I don't know, but <laughs> I hope Feld Feld realizes that it didn't work this year and they bring it back. So, um, 
So you got that going on, and the flat tracking thing, not for sure coming back, but you would, whatever, if it works yeah, out, right? Yeah, if it works yep, out, yep. I'm back. Um, um, a lot of things still in sway. They haven't released a schedule yet, but yep. you can expect a schedule soon. Yep. And, um, things uh, could fall into place. They could not, so we'll see. And then, yeah, and for you, um, you know, have Mike will travel, right, when somebody calls you? Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, the Canadian Series, uh, you did the Calgary Arena Cross, right, one of the first Arena Cross rounds, mm-hmm. um, which is tight action. I did a Barry, too. Oh, you did? I did Barry. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, um, but yeah, Calgary was good. Mm-hmm. Calgary was really good. Barry was good. But I, I mean, I just enjoyed Prince George because that was the one where, so who's, who's back wheel broke off and they um, finished the race. Uh, no, Dan, Dylan Wright's subframe yes. fell off. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like action nonstop, yeah. and these guys are finishing the race, and then yeah. you watch a guy like Cole Thompson carry the banner for half the race. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, the, like I don't. There's so much to talk about. Yeah, so much to talk right. about. Um, where did you, where did you get your reps at before you got all these other jobs before you, like, do you go, you go to broadcast school for that? No, I went to broadcast, I I went to school for law. I know, I know. (laughs) But did you go to another place? Like where did you you just started with the, uh, fuel guys and yeah, I had a few reps with fuel. And then after that, I got a job as Miss Sprinkup because I needed to pay off my college. Miss Sprinkup. It was like the, it's like Miss Monster Energy Supercross, but for NASCAR. So I did that in 2012 and I wore a fire suit. And I got spray with champagne and victory lane. Oh, you were oh you were just that. I, I you were used that to be girl. pretty. I used oh. to be pretty. <laughs> oh, stop it. I didn't know you did that. Oh. Yeah, so I well, did that, that. That seems like a good job, like pay wise and stuff. Maybe not it, great. Like no, it was really good. Yeah, it was great, but it's like a one year deal. So you're right. like, well, now what do I do with my life? Did you get voted in, or how do you get a job like that? You interview, and it's a really long interview yeah, process. Yeah. And they like check to make sure you don't have any nudes online. Like <laughs> of course, they, they right? go yeah, through yeah. like the whole process. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, and then is that is that why you live in Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, I okay, initially from, moved from back there, there and right. I realized gas was like $3 cheaper back there, so yeah, I, looked, yeah. I decided to right. stick um, there. Wow, and just go wherever Wygant lives because it's cheaper on there, I'm sure. Right, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so that, I didn't know you did that. So so yeah. you were just basically eye candy. Yeah. Just hi. Um, and, but and we get got speed with vision reps, okay. and that was why I put my name in for that job originally okay. is because I was Fuel TV went away the same year I started there. Okay. So Fuel TV got eaten up by Fox. Yeah. Well, then I also heard Fox was eating up Speed Vision. I have a background in motorsports. I also love stick and ball sports. And I did. I dabbled in that in college. I did yep. like the sideline for college. But after college, it's like, what do I do? Yeah. And there's no really easy way to a network. And they said, oh, you got to go back and pay your dues to the local TV mm-hmm. station. I'm like, no, I don't need to do yeah. that. Yeah. So I get this Sprint Cup job. And all, all of a sudden, I'm on Speed Vision. Well, that ended. And after I was Miss Sprint Cup, NASCAR came to me and was like, hey, do you want to come and cover the K&N series? Okay. So I covered the K&N series, and that was fun for about a year. But then there was, of course, a transition from Fox to NBC Sports, yeah, and yeah. NBC had their people in line. Yeah, okay. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> All the time. This is my story. Yeah. Um, so after that, I was like, okay, well, what am I going to do? And I get an offer to go up to East Lansing, Michigan, and cover Detroit sports with Fox Sports Detroit. Okay. How do you even get something like that? Is there a trade publication with an, with a, hey, FS2 is... Detroit hiring? Uh, how does that you even work? You send your resume in. Okay. And that was like old school because yep. the deal with that is you have to work at a news station Monday through Friday. So I covered like local news, like pie contest. Oh, you did? And oh, wow. the weather is 72 so you were, degrees you were outside. At, oh, so you weren't in studio? You were on the remote? You were doing remotes? I was remotes? in studio oh. in the morning and then at night I'd go and cover games because oh of course they, they want you to work your tail off. Yeah, so yeah. I'd go in five o'clock in the morning, read you know the teleprompter, yep. do the news thing. Hey, yep. this happened in the world today. And then at night I go back home and I take a and nap. And just for Lansing? Just, just for Lansing, Lansing but okay. then yep. if there was games in Detroit, I'd get to go and cover games in Detroit. Right. If there was um, like football games at MSU, I got yep. to cover some MSU football games, which okay. was super fun. Um, I got to cover a game at Michigan in the Big House, which was fun. Yeah, that's cool. And it was for like the local regional, but then of course the national games, they bring the 
the cool girls yeah, in. Yeah. But uh, I got to cover like some of the regional stuff, yeah, which yeah. is really cool, good reps. And yeah. then I get a call from Feld out of the blue, and Michael Prince at the time was like, hey, Kristen, do you want to come and do motorsports? And I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, I quit my yeah. job, and yeah. now I'm here poor again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do from there? What, what, what did he get you? Uh, he got me arena cross. Oh, the arena cross. So, okay, that was arena cross. Yep. Yeah, three years ago. Yep. Um, they said, hey, we we want to get a really serious journalist in here. And so yeah. I popped in and I had my little notebook yeah, and yeah. stuck around. Of course, like motorsports is always the goal. So Yeah, yeah, always. Um, how'd you like living up in Michigan? How'd you like that? Yeah. But I became a huge Detroit Red Wings fan, which I yeah, didn't yeah. expect because I grew up in... Sorry to hear that. But yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, real sorry to hear that. Or we like last... Nardiv- I think we're last Ooh, division right it's now. It's been a rough year, a rough start, but it's, it's supposed to be. Nardiv- it's supposed to be. They're still rebuilding. Yeah, but <laughs> I like that word, rebuild. Yeah. Um... <laughs> So you would get up, 5.30, go nap, and then go to a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeez, you, l- yeah. I mean, you just grind and you kind of learn right, right. to do it. But I love stick and ball sports. I love motorsports. And it's all about reps in this industry. They yep. want someone who has all the reps under their belt. Yeah, so yeah. now, like, I have a really good resume. And I'm like, hey, guys. Yeah. It's, it's funny because uh, when you're not plugged into it, uh, you know, you see um, – you see Tony Berluti as a mechanic, and and you're like, oh, he's a factory mechanic. You know, he's got it made. Well, you don't see the 20 years of struggles that Tony went through as a privateer mechanic or whatever. Sure. A, a, or you see Aaron Andrews, and she's all polished, and she's on TV. She's doing a great job. Well, at some point, Aaron Andrews was in Lansing. Yeah, at some point, Aaron Andrews was doing things for free. Yes, and, yes. Yeah. And, and and I think people don't understand that. Like, very whether it's uh, a podcast host or a mechanic or a sideline person or a play-by-play guy – they're st- they started somewhere small. I mean, I mean Tony Romo walked coward. out from the t- Romo walks from the NFL. I get it, but everybody else who isn't an ex athlete, anyways, I should say, I should yeah. say, if you're not an if you're not an ex athlete. Well, I mean, Coward started with a uh, you know radio show, and radio was the dead medium, and it was like, hey, I I remember him doing a podcast about his career, and he was like, yeah. I thought my career was dead when radio started to die, and he's like, then podcast came around, yeah, and then Fox knocked on my door and said like hey, we're ready for you. Because yeah. it's always the people on the podcast side that I feel like are a few steps ahead of the game. Yeah, maybe. And then TV is like, hey, this is catching on. Let's try this. Let's do this. Yeah, like, yeah, this guy's right. just extreme enough for us to try. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's... it's. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people... I, I just did a podcast myself. A guy interviewed me, flipped, yeah. the, t- flipped the table and interviewed me. And, you know, yeah, you don't realize how much struggle you put in before you, before you quote, unquote, make it. Yeah. And it's like, hey, yeah, I didn't really make it. I just struggled my ass off for... T- 15 years right. or, or whatever it is. Sure. You know? So, so for you, you're still, still grinding that, still trying still to get that. Grinding. Right. Right. And, and I, the, the worst thing that I hear is like, people are like, Oh, but you're still so young. And I'm like, but I want it now. And I yeah, have the yeah, reps and I have yeah. just as many reps as Susie down the street does. Yeah. So give me my gosh darn chance <laughs> like now. <laughs> but okay. Here's the, this doesn't pay the rent and pay the groceries, but you know, uh, the cool thing about your deal is, uh, and we'll get to it in Durocross yeah. and Canadian, Canadian moto. And flat track, and and, and kicker. Cross. Like, I like own everything that's else. cool. That's cool that <laughs> you get to you get some. You switch it up. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and Endurocross was really fun this I year. I mean, that doesn't pay the mortgage, but it, no, it's <laughs> but it, and it is fun, and you get all those reps, and you get to meet great people. And again, like I'm learning more about the psychology of this sport than I yeah. think most people have the privilege to. Yeah. So it is, it is still a privilege. Right. Like you get to talk to these guys and learn about how they work, and you know, maybe someday I'll write a book about it because I've gotten to interview just about every athlete yeah. on the planet. So. Yeah, and, and you're you're a naturally inquisitive girl, I think. I like ask a from lot of questions. yeah, from you and I just talking privately, like you ask a lot of questions. Yeah, you're just like, hey, you know, I want to do. What about this? What about this? What about this? And I mean, I, even you before know. Monster Cup, I had a conference call with you because I was like, hey, yeah. Steve, like, what from yeah. your end are the stories? Yeah. I like to know what other people think, yeah. too, because everyone thinks their ideas are the best. Right. But, like, in reality, they're not. Yeah. Like, no. Talk to the world. And I think asking questions gets you far. You know what I mean? Being inquisitive gets you far. I mean, 
at some point I was like, how do I do a podcast? Yeah. Let me learn. Let me see. How do I do this? How do I do a live internet radio and show? And like, jerseys later. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, but I think that's a great thing. That's a great quality to have. I think as soon as you think you know it all, as soon as you think uh, there's nothing you can learn, that's that's the worst thing. Right. That, that absolutely. Plateau. You know, so uh, that's that part. But again, you can go. That doesn't pay all the bills all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have dogs to feed. Yeah, you have dogs to feed. <laughs> How hard is it for you uh, being a good looking woman and walking into these scummy dirt bike guys and look, look I they, all these people they're, they're nice guys but mm-hmm. it's a bit of a would mm, be the right word to say here mm-hmm. uh rednecky sport I, I don't love know it. I don't know what would See, be the right word but people how is me, that for you people ask me that all the time and I love yeah. it because not women I feel like don't use it to their advantage as much as they should. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm pretty, I'm going to get a better answer out of an angry you Eli are. Tomac than Daniel Blair might. You are. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and I, <laughs> Daniel can get anything out of everyone. He's buds with everyone. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, for there's, sure. And I think there's a certain quantitative versus qualitative messaging that I can get from riders. So like I yeah. get qualitative from guys, right, even right. though sometimes I'd rather take the quantitative. I want to know what you guys are doing to your bikes. I want to know about yeah. the line underneath uh, the bridge. that's y- super moist that you guys yeah, want to hit. Right. Like I want to know about that stuff. But at the same time, if I can pull the qualitative stuff from you and be that girl, I'll yeah. take it. Like, yep. how are you feeling today? Yeah, Tell yeah. me about your emotional yep. side. I-, I agree. Yeah, you're smart that way. You're using it. But at times, you got to be like, look, I, I'm not going out with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going out. It's, it's just yeah. I'm here to do a job. I'm professional. I'm trying to do a job, right? Yeah. I so. think one of the good things, too, is because my big brother was in it. Yep. A lot of guys know not to go yeah. there because yep. big brother Ryan is probably going to find you and, like, sniper you. <laughs> if you had your pick, yeah. Supercross, Motocross, full-time? Motocross. Yeah. 100, like 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, yeah. My, so my bucket list trip la- last year, yeah, it was last year, me and my girlfriend Kylie, she um, was my PA in Arena Crest. We went out to the Tennessee National, and that was like Kristen's oh, okay. bucket list. Like yeah, I wanted yeah. to go out. I, I, I mean, I get people like Red Bud, but like I wanted to go to Tennessee National because yeah. I also wanted to do the, na- like go down to Nashville, make my way back up. Yeah, yeah. So we went out there, and it's just like, I, I mean, I grew up going to Glen Helen, Paula, like right. I've been to Southwick. It's that kind of like racing that yeah. I really enjoy, and I like being outdoors. I come kind of outdoorsy anyway. Yeah, yeah. So like, if I could choose, like obviously <laughs> motocross, but to me, like supercross is the big show. Yeah. And it has the best stories, and it has the most pomp and circumstance. And like, yeah. you, I mean, that's really that's yes. actually a hard question now that I think about well, it. Well, supercross has an edge because there's Saturday night. It's like yeah. the only thing going on a lot of times. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sunday during the day. Uh, people are out. People are doing things with their families, and yeah. motocross inherently is is you're, it's longer race, four hours. You know, people are, aren't going to sit. But there that's for four more time hours. for me to talk. No, I know, I, do like I know, <laughs> no, I know. But if you want like maximum, you know, uh, hit or performance, and Supercross Saturday night, I think is yeah. where it's at. You know what well, I mean? Well, and so. I think too, the racing intense. It's more intense. Yeah, like, it is. The it big is. Voice. Yeah. It's more intense, and so you get that. And I do. What I like about Supercross, too, is I like the team there because I really like Daniel Blair. Like, if me and Daniel Blair could work together the rest of our lives I'd yeah. be so, and bring AC in, like, that'd be, like, the dream team. Like, AC, Weege, yeah. Daniel Blair, myself, right, like, right. Will, like, the whole team. Like, yeah. That'd be awesome. I, yeah. AC's going to make too much money to want to dabble in. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I do. I do. Maybe I think, not, though. Who knows? Ricky, go Ricky's got a ton of money. He's doing it. So, maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Um, stick and ball stuff. What would you want to do? If you could wave a magic, yeah. Hockey. So I actually, yep. <laughs> I think I told you this last year. I was in route to cover the LA Kings, 
And I turned it down because I thought that there would be an offer on the table for a certain yeah. motorsport that might come about. And it didn't. And I am still kicking myself because I really like LA Kings hockey. Yeah. And I like hockey and I like yeah. being in a yeah, nice you're a hockey arena. Girl, which I'm, I like. right. I'm not yeah. getting dirty. Like <laughs> the walking distance is very small compared yeah. to like where I'm walking around at these big tracks. And I mean, on my body, it's just a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. You know, so right. that would have been great. But I know those opportunities will be tenfold come down yeah. the road. I just I have enough context built up where I'm yeah. not worried about it. Where I mean, like if I even came knocking at BK, I don't think there'd be a problem with me trying to get in there. Yeah, yeah. It'd just be a matter of contracts and things like that. Right. But like my heart isn't a hundred percent there yet. My heart's yeah. still in motorsports. And I want to be there. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause if you do, if you do, if you do a job like that, that's it. That's all you're doing. That's right. It, yeah. Well, and then here's the thing is like, I've learned through watching other women in my position in my age, get frustrated and go a different direction. Yeah. And you never come back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You just don't. Yeah. Interesting. Huh? Mm-hmm. Do you have a mentor? Or do you have somebody you, you lean on for? Daniel Blair. <laughs> oh, don't please don't say that. I really do. Like Daniel's please my man. Like he knows what he's talking about, and I think his knowledge and his um, perspective is very big. And what I like about Daniel the most is he follows other sports. He's yeah. not so tunnel vision to right. I only follow motorsports because I think yeah. when you get into that rut, your playbook depletes itself. Yeah, right? I, agree, I agree 100. And and it's, it's shocking to me when I when I walk around the pits and talk about hockey or, or NFL or whatever. Or, or I, you know, I just did this podcast yeah. with this baseball guy drafting the second round by the Rays, and we talked a lot of baseball. And people, are, I got comments like, "I can't believe you know all this much about baseball." Yeah, I'm just a sports fan. Yeah. Uh, oh, all the motor people should open their ears up a little bit. I they don't understand what's going on in stick and ball stuff. Well, and here's the thing know? too, like not just automotive people, but if you're a reporter, if you're a broadcaster, mm-hmm. watch how other people do their job. Watch what other people yeah. are asking. Yeah. Like I think the cool thing in the last few years, a lot of hockey even post interviews they've gone from just asking about the player they're interviewing to hey how did this guy perform for you guys tonight and yeah. i love that because yeah, it forces yeah. them to think as a team right, right. and that's like one of the big questions that i've tried to start integrating is like how did you know in in jason Oman's circumstance he went a lot against isaac teasel like yeah. hey how did isaac teasel trying to make this pass on you affect you yeah. during the race and it kind of changes how you view the racing yeah. too and poor freddie norton in that series just poor trailing freddie. in third but he got that one win he did he, he did. got that he got one win, win. Yeah. he got that and you know what and it's so funny because i got that final round i'm like so you got it figured out and he's like i think i because he's an outdoors guy so the pacing and the yeah, cadence yeah. of the race is so right. much different yep and then finally, when he figured out, like, wait, I need to be really quick off the start, yeah. he was good. He's like, oh, wow, I but can do this. Final yeah. round. Poor, poor Freddie. Yeah. Uh, Kristen B. on the uh, Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by Alpine Stars and Maxis. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Flyracing.com. Uh, please check them out. Um, who wears Fly Racing? Zach Osborne does. Justin Bogle does. Blake Baggett does. Damn, a whole lot of guys wear Fly Racing, of course. Uh, thanks to Race Tech as well for coming on board this podcast. Pulp 19 is the code to save with Race Tech. Get your motor work done. Get some suspension work done at Race Tech. I had race tech on my bike this weekend at Glen Helen, and uh, it was like riding on pillows, Kristen. It was amazing. Well, not really. It was still really Like rough. riding on pillows. Yeah. But uh, racetech.com will dial you in. Zombie Chris Blos uses race tech as well this past year. Uh, yeah, racetech.com, everybody. Get your motor work done. Get some suspension work service, and your bike will be much, much happier. And, of course, fly racing, Alpine Stars, and Maxis. So um, for you, uh, let's talk a little bit about your personal life. So you're engaged <laughs> to uh, a guy who pitches in the major leagues. Yeah. Kind of. He was yeah. up and down this year. We're, we were up and down this yeah. year. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Cole Irvin. Okay. So, Swervin Irvin. He's a starting pitcher. Yeah, he's a, start, yeah. he's a starter. He relieved a little bit this year. Back God, how do, you, how do you deal, like, so, I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess 90% of starting pitchers in the major leagues, significant others, don't really work. They're not really that busy. Yeah. They're following the husband's dream. You would not, so yeah. So, you are... Flying to Canada, Prince George, flying to <laughs> flying to flat track races and yeah. still trying to support him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not as hard as people think it no. is. Like honestly, 
we are both very like connected. We talk all the time. Like I'll FaceTime him on the Uber over here and be mm-hmm. like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm eating at Urban Plates. And mm-hmm. he does a lot of gaming. And yep. I think it's also very true to our personality. Like we're just both really big sports fans. And yep. he so supports me. Like I've dated guys before. I've been like, hey, like I'd prefer if you didn't do this. Like, are you not going to come and hang out with us this weekend? You're not going to go to the bar with us. And right, like, right. Cole's like, oh, hey, how's this going? He'll text me like, because he's a race fan. Okay. Oh, like, he's in a moto. Or, huge or, moto yeah, yeah, yeah. fan. Like huge moto. Did, does super he ride? Cross- no. No, didn't ride? No. I okay. mean, he grew up riding. But okay, yeah, once, up riding. once the contracts right. come into play, right, right, no right. more. So um, he'll text me and ask me about how the races are going. And, hey, did Jason win that one again? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we're both on the same page with each other. And it's like with me with him, like during the middle of my events, like if there's downtime, I'll text him and be like, hey, how, how's the game going? And right. If he can make it back into the house, be like, hey, I pitched like six scoreless innings. Yeah, and yeah. It works out really good because we support each other. Um, How'd you meet? At a bar because I go oh, to the okay. bar. <laughs> Apparently, like that's what I do a lot. No, uh, yeah, all the time. Yeah. But, um, you I go to the actually, bar to watch yourself on the FS2. I do. Yeah, 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 yeah to right. see myself. Yeah, hey, guys, hey. Can, hey, can you guys turn on FS2? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look who's that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm everywhere. Uh, that chick's good at her job. <laughs> Man, she is pretty. Yeah. Um, no, but so I had just gotten off a flight from an arena cross race. And I am going to a friend's birthday party and this really doofy looking tall guy with cowboy boots on at like a very modern club in Charlotte. And mind you, I I go in there in sweatpants because I had just gotten off the plane and I was just dropping off a birthday present. Sure. And he goes up and he's like, hey, like you look really familiar. And I was like, oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, he ended up being really nice. And But was he was that a pickup line or did he know you from? I I think he did. Yeah. I think he had an idea. And I I, mind you, I have no idea. Yeah. And I think it's really easy for people to say, like, oh, she's a sports reporter who did an athlete. When I met that goofy looking guy i had no clue what yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah so y'all yeah, no right. don't go there but um so he comes up and he's like can i get you a drink and we start talking a little bit realize we're both from california we have a lot in common okay. and then he's like can i walk you to your car and i'm like no because i'm probably gonna end up into like 15 million pieces yeah like, yeah this is no where all the no lifetime creepy movie cowboy starts. guy all the Cow- lifetime hallmark movie starts here right <laughs> yeah. like and so anyway my car's like right around the corner and i I'm like, okay, fine. Like, you can walk me to my car. You yep. seem goofy enough to where you won't try anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we're walking to the car, a homeless guy comes up to Cole and is like, hey, do you have any spare change? Cole's like, no, you know, I don't. And he's like, well, actually, yeah, I do. And so he breaks out his wallet and hands the guy some bills. And the guy's like, thank you so much. Can I get your card so I can pay you back? Uh-huh. We actually have a really cute story, so I'm going somewhere. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, Cole's like, you know, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And he's like, so can I share with you something that's been on my heart? And he's like, you know, I'm really oh, This is getting deep with a, hom- a homeless guy. Okay. It's getting yeah, really yeah, yeah, deep. Yeah. And he's like, hey, can I share with you something that's been on my yeah. heart? And he's like, I read a Bible verse this morning, Jeremiah 29, 11, this and that. And he does what the verse means is to basically put your trust in God. And at the time I get chill bumps because at the time I'm wearing a necklace that's a gold bar and you can't see it from the okay. other side, but on the underneath it says Jeremiah 29, 11. And no Cole, looks, Cole looks at me and he's like, are you okay? And I'm like, and I show him my necklace, and he's like, yeah. no way. And he takes off his watch on the inside of his watch. He's got the Bible verse, Jeremiah 29. Oh, stop it. Yeah, which Come is totally on. crazy. And <laughs> the amount of people have been like, no, no way. way. But it, it happened, and that's wow. our story. And so after Jeez. that, I was like, this is like some universal, like, godly yeah, sign something. that maybe I should give this guy my number. So I gave him my email address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and he emailed me the next uh, morning. Asked for breakfast, and I was like, and then he tells me he works at night, and I didn't reply because I was like, great, he's like a male stripper, or <laughs> yeah, something. or he's a shift worker, or right? Whatever. Right, right. No, but um, yeah, yeah, he didn't drop the baseball player. No, yeah, he didn't. Right. Not until right. breakfast the next morning yeah, yeah, when yeah. he tells. Because I was like, I almost didn't come because he told me you work at night, and so I'm thinking, like, hopefully you're a pilot or something. Like, <laughs> I'm hoping that you don't work at Uptown Cabaret because that would not yeah, be cool. Yeah. But um, and then he ends or up, you're the graveyard at Seven Eleven, right? Yeah. And that would be my luck because right. my dating life sucks. Yeah. Prior to meeting Cole, right? And then. Um, no, so he was like, "Do you want to come to my game?" And I was like, "Sure." And, so know. the the Phillies minor league was in is in Charlotte. Was in Charlotte okay, at the time. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. wow. So. And how long ago was that? 
two and a half years ago. Oh, wow. We like each other a still, lot. Still, I'm reeling over the Jeremiah. Isn't that? Verse. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. That is a really, it just, it's one of those things that yeah. like when it happens, you're like, right. okay, I should probably talk to this guy. So he got called up to the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was crazy. I bet. You told me a little bit before we started recording. Um, yeah. yeah. That, that. That's got to be a really cool moment, man. Unbelievable. You you pitch in the major leagues of baseball. Yeah, yeah. and NBC did me dirty because I'm this crying girl at the corner that they like zoom in on. Because you were saying like in sports, like they yeah. just zoom in on the yeah, family. Yeah, that, that's, that's been a new thing lately. And I flew overnight on a red eye because he was flown in on a red eye. Like yep. they said, hey, we need you right. tomorrow. And so I'm flown in on a red eye from California right after doing an AFT race. I had one hour of sleep. I get to the stadium. I have a few cocktails. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the stands and I'm like, oh, Lord, just please like, yeah. let him do good. And sure enough, like he goes out there and pitches, uh, uh, what is it, a shutout? I still am yeah. learning like the base. Yeah, shutout. All yeah. The base, yeah, yeah, shutout. And um, I look back up on the NBC broadcast when I get home uh-huh. and they're zooming in on me after every single inning. Jeez. And I'm just like, you guys yeah. are really gonna do that to me yeah, right now, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah. oh, that's cool though, man. That's awesome. That's that's got to be. And yeah. what a what an achievement for both of you for him to do that. Like, geez, it's it was, so much work. I was that. so proud of him. And baseball minor leaguers are that is a slog, man. That's buses. The amount that's of, no money. That's <laughs> the amount of years that like we've been like the first year that we dated, we were really poor. Like I would pay yeah. for dinners, and like you just kind of know yeah. that that's what yeah. happens with yeah. it. But he really worked hard, and like the amount of adversity that he faced this year. And, being sent up and then being sent down. That yep. would be like yep. having factory Kawasaki call you onto a bike and be like, hey, we want you to ride this week. Yeah. Oh, nope, go back to your private yeah. bike. Oh, no, come back yeah. up three yeah. weeks yeah. later. Yeah. Like yeah. the yeah. mental game and oh, the yeah. adjustments that you have yeah. to make to the different of the pace of the game yeah. and all the changes between AAA because they have different rules even yeah. Yeah. in AAA. To, like, yeah, they got pitch big, clock. They got pitch clock in AAA. Pitch yeah. clock, like yeah. all these different things that you have to work with. So that would literally be the equivalent. And like right. for him to work through all that and then have a great September because yeah. he was up there in September – um, as a reliever and just, I mean, yeah. not a single home run. And that's the kind of the goal when you're a contact pitcher is don't let the guys get yeah. a home run on yeah. you. Yeah. And he had a really good, you know, September. So that was good. And then what, what's, it could be good or bad for him is the Phillies cleaned house with their managers and everything else. So, yes. you know, you're going to get a guy, a new guy in there. Um, and maybe he likes you, maybe he doesn't, but maybe Joe he does Joe like is yeah. a racing fan. Oh, he is? Yes. Oh. So um, he gave Cole a call and of course, like he's super about, the family and like what's going on in your oh, personal yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. And we had never experienced that with their previous manager. Right. So he was asking Cole about like what his, you know, what your girlfriend, yeah. what your fiance does. And he's like, my girlfriend does racing stuff. Like she's into racing. No way. I'm a huge racing fan. I watch Supercross. I watch NASCAR. Oh, no way, really? And I was oh, like, this is, does oh, it make you cool. feel like really big when you're like, people like Joe Girardi are watching. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That's awesome. Let's get our shit together. Yeah, who, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother. I got, I don't have an hour to get into that, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so, yeah. What, uh, what a hectic life between him and you, and you're trying to make his career work, and you're doing all these different jobs. And we have and, a dog. And, yeah, and you have a dog. <laughs> we have a dog. And he is, uh, and he's trying to make it, and he's traveling all over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, the, yeah, jeez, you got a lot going on. Yeah, but I it's thought, it's great. Right. Yeah. Um, you ride much anymore? Or do you? Do you ever, I do. do yeah. yeah. So we just actually. So I'm, <laughs> I'm also working on a Hot Wheels TV show. Okay. Um, What's what? We've been we filmed it last year. And it was six episodes, and it's basically Hot Wheels comes in and wants to exhibit action sports guys right but they're okay. also trying to sell tickets to hot wheels monster truck slides which is oh, like that's an, right they have a monster truck thing right yeah. yes yeah and so but like hot wheels felt has got to be big fans of that I'm sure. yeah. <laughs> massive fans but. but um technically i work for hot wheels and recom mm-hmm. on that one so mm-hmm. i am free from any right. blame on that and it's more about action sports they want to like get action sports guys that will make appearances at these okay. you know monster yeah. truck competitions yep. 
And we went riding out with Cody Elkins in Stillwater, Oklahoma at Jandabur's. And I got to get on a bike again, which was fun. Yeah. And we, we filmed it. And I didn't look like too much of a squid. Like, there was a few times when, like, I rolled him. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the most part, but, I'm not yeah. trying to full send like Cody. Like, Cody's, like, freestyle yeah, yeah. guy. Right, right. And uh, <laughs> he's pretty wild. And I'm just like, I'm I'm happy if I'm keeping up a little so, bit. So, Barona Oaks for you growing up? Barona uh, Oaks, uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh and stuff you know and all what? that. Hold on. I got to show you a picture. I've got a picture on the starting line. So, fun story. Yep. Um, I lost my two front teeth. Oh boy! Um, at Barona Oaks, oh, over the Barona. bars. But as most racing kids know, if you cry, you don't get to race. Yeah. So it was like, hey, don't cry, and you can race. You know, the next day because they had Saturday, Sunday, a lot, a lot of weekends out there. Yep. And while Big Brother's racing, so the next day I come back, and oh. this is toothless Kristen Beat on the starting oh, line with a pink helmet on a P dub on a P dub on a Yamaha yeah, P dub. Those little purple nice. ones. Look at that. My dad painted the rims purple. For that's me. a throwback Thursday. You need to put that up there. <laughs> TBD. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Number twelve. Number twelve. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Oh, look how happy you are. I. You with know no what? Front teeth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no crying. Oh. You get to race. And the funniest thing is, back then they didn't make boots for girls. Okay. My, like small little boots, yeah, right? Yeah. So my mom bought a pair of cowgirl boots with fringe on them. Oh yeah. And so <laughs> nice. I'd walk up with pink sparkly cowgirl boots with fringe, and I'd be like, "Watch me go!" I yeah, always check this out. I may not win, but I would get a good right. full shot. And so like I was the Michael Lessie <laughs> of fifty racing fi- at Verona. Yeah. Oh, nice. I like that. <laughs> Uh, what's your brother do now? He races off road tracks. Okay. He just won the championship in Pro Light in Lourdes. Oh, sweet. Okay. So he went from being an injured supergrass guy yep. to, because all he knew how to do was weld. Like, my, my dad's a mechanic. So yep. like, and I mean, not like a mechanic, like, hey, you worked in Formula One. No, my dad, like, is a shop guy. Like, yeah. he works on people's oil. My dad, stuff. my dad, same thing. Yeah. yeah. My dad grew up that, I grew up that way. Yeah. So my dad, you know, taught him how to weld and build stuff. And my brother's like, I hear there's this series that races off road trucks. Let's yeah. build a UTV. And it's like the cheapest of the cheap things yeah. you can build. Yeah. So he builds one of those. He goes out there and wins a championship and kills it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, well, maybe we could like actually Just, do this. So he yeah, builds he, a team. He starts getting sponsorship. He calls up Rockstar. He calls up Bill Stein. He calls up all these people. Yep. And he's like, I'd like to build this car. Can you help me out? And they did. He won, his, he won a championship. He goes back and nice. he repeats it this year. Yep. And uh, now he's going to go into it, which makes me much relieved. He has an, He's moving up to the Pro 2 class. He's going to give it a few more years, but he's kind of going into managerial roles. So okay. last year in the off season, he built a bunch of trucks and rented oh, them out right to around, kids. Oh, wow. Look at him. So the Rick, the Rick at Hendrick of uh, Lucas Yeah, Oil. yeah, yeah. Really, right? And I'm so proud of him because it's like he went from a position of being at his lowest low in Supercross after all of the injuries. And like, what mm-hmm. do I do now? And yeah. that's a question a lot of guys oh, face. I mean, so look at Brock guys. Hepler and yeah, some of those guys yeah. back in the day who had to face the same question. Oh, which is ton, like, tons of guys, yeah. What do yeah. I do now? Because there's nothing really for them after that. There's no like support system. There's no like, yeah. hey, here's a job placement. It's guys being like, hey, can I can I do goggles or can I do this for you? Yeah. And it's yep. that kind of thing. Yep. So my brother was in this circumstance where it's like, what am I going to do? And he kind of found his passion. And while he was doing UTVs, he was working construction. Yeah, mind okay, you. yeah, yeah. And then after he figured out, okay, I might be able to turn this into this, a this crew. May, this could be something, this, yeah. And I'm so proud of him for doing it because there's right. so many guys who like after that, it's like, what do they do? You yeah know? no absolutely it's it's a it's a big it's a big thing when the and i don't even want to say when the checks stop stop rolling in because all these guys aren't making anything when they're yeah. even when they're racing you know what i mean but yeah what do you do then right uh, you admire the guys that have come out on the other side and been normal and fine and yeah. you know raising families and everything else and hopefully right? we're able to put it down on a house before the checks the checks stopped coming. yeah, but yeah. a lot of guys aren't even yeah. in that position right you know? right so as a little girl do you remember going to san diego supercross and heck okay yeah, yeah. i have a really good story about jerry yeah. mcgrath all right so um, my mom and I are walking through the pits because, you know, my brother knew people. My dad yep. Yep. worked on Motor World stuff. Yep. And so we're walking through the pits 
and all of these guys are coming off the track just zoom 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 like right. almost hitting us yeah, and yeah. i just remember being a kid terrified but then like this one guy kind of comes up real slow and creeps up behind us doing it gently and was like yells to his helmet like hey go ahead and go yeah, yeah, yeah. and we turn around and it's jerry mcgrath and he tosses me his goggles and i'm like oh, i wow. saw those goggles nice. and i was like nicest guy in the world right, so right. i've got to interview him a few times now and i tell yeah. him that story and he's like you know like I probably makes him feel super old but oh right i'm sure <laughs> but like it's such a cool like memory and yep. we used to go to a lot of san diego supercrosses back when Loraco was out there and um, yeah. Damon Bradshaw. Yeah, and, like, yeah. That was kind of like my growing up getting to watch right. those guys race. Right. So. And um, nothing against Petco Park. It's a beautiful stadium. It's great. But man, those Qualcomm races back in the day were just... Wasn't it a bigger layout? Like it's a bigger yeah, footprint. Bigger, it's a football yeah, field. Yeah, huge. Bigger footprint. Uh, 65,000 people in that thing. I yeah. mean, I remember the San Diego Supercross back in the day. And I started going in like 97. So it wasn't like that long oh, ago. Cool. But, I was like five uh, years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was, it was, yeah, it was big. It was a massive thing. And I don't feel like since it's gone to Petco, it's ever been the same vibe. Obviously, nicer stadium, nicer Petco's press box. really you know. hoity-toity. So, like, yeah, I, yeah. having my family in San Diego, we were down there. Gaslamp Quarter is, like, right. really hoity-toity. And so I feel like yeah. even in that, like, area, it's very posh. And, like, I liked sure. Welcome Stadium, too. The parking the, was easier. Yeah, yeah. The commute was easier. Yeah. You could get the, in and out the, there easy. The Santee and El Cajon people don't go. Into, yeah, into, and that's oh. where I'm from, El Cajon. Oh, like, are you? Okay, we, yeah, We were yeah. born and raised in El Cajon, right, right. so... Oh, that's funny. I didn't. I didn't know that. So yeah. So El Cajon's motocross history, as you know, is, is Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, I mean, deep. It's, yeah, it's it's really deep. But mm-hmm. Rasheen, Who is it? Johnson, Glover's there from there Glover, too. all those guys. Yeah, yeah, from back in the day. Um, have you been to Europe much? Have you been over there doing anything? I've never gotten to go to Europe, really? and I want to. I'd love to do Bercy. I'd love to get over there and do some of the you know GPs. Yeah. I think that'd be so much fun. Yeah, yeah. But it's just the opportunity hasn't came up, and I I mean I've knocked on a few doors, and I think that it could come up if I really pushed for it. Right. Right. Um, because I do like the GPs. I think they're awesome. Yeah. But, um, you know, down the road. Yeah, down the road. We'll see what happens. I got to go to Paris tomorrow, so. Early fight? Yeah, yeah not too bad. No, it's all right. It's, Is it's, it direct? It, no. No, not with my airline. I got to stop. <laughs> uh, I think I go to Chicago or something. Um, so how long are you in Vegas all week for SEMA? I will be leaving tomorrow and then going to film with Hot Wheels the rest of the week because we're finishing out the second oh, season that okay. we're doing. So. All right. So, and then what's what's the next thing for you after that? January Arena Cross. Okay, so yeah. January it starts in Arena Cross. Um, did it start in January last year? Yes, it did. Oh, I feel like it felt. I felt like it started a little bit later, but um, okay. So you have some. You have a month and a half off. Yeah, exactly. Nice. That's nice. Yeah, so it'll be good. Um, and does the uh, fiance boy is it fiance or boyfriend? Fiance. Okay. Yeah. Fiance. Uh, what do they do in the off season? Do they strengthen their arm? Do they? He they, works they don't out really a lot, pitch, right? but to be honest, he comes to a lot of my stuff. So like, Legend, he yeah. he'll come out to Enduro Cross. Like he'll come out and be a fan at other stuff. He'll yeah. watch the dog at home, and right, he'll come right. out to Hot Wheels when we're filming with Hot yeah. Wheels. And because you can't pitch, you, you want to no, save your arm. You want to yeah. save your arm. Yeah. So he won't start throwing until late December, and then January, like he'll start actually like Ramping starting it up a little bit. to and then spring training February, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bring them out to a pulp show. Come on out to a pulp yeah. show. Yeah. No. We want to go to Vegas. Our friends keep telling oh, okay. us because we're kind of like homebodies. Yeah. Yeah. In the season, because you know, like when you're traveling all the time, yeah. the last place yeah. you want to go no, is out. No, no. But um, we have some friends who want to do New Year's out here, and so oh, that's cool. I might knock on your door then. Yeah. Yeah. Come on by and do it. Uh, uh Fly Racing Racer X podcast with Kristen Beat, presented by uh, Alpine Stars and Maxis, of course. Uh, before we go, Enduro Cross, something that you did. Uh, series went away. And came back this past year with three rounds. And I tell people, I tell people this all the time. I haven't been to one of the newer rounds. Uh, Boise, Prescott, Denver, Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, and I tell people this all the time, like if it comes and I, are they expanding next year? Do we know? Yes. There's going to okay. be, I actually have the schedule like, oh. in my phone, but yes, yeah. six, six rounds, seven yeah. rounds. Go to the Enduro Cross, uh, great tickets, great action. It's, it's a really cool night show. So cool. Right. So cool. Um, three motos, Olympic scoring. Yeah. Every I, moto counts. Are you back for that? Do you know? Yes. hundred oh. percent signed oh. on. Like 
non-negotiable. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to be there because that's good racing. Let's <laughs> yeah. like arena cross. Like, Dude, there's just always something going on. It's it's really cool. A cool event. Like, I, I felt like it was going to be really Birkenstocky because you go back there and it's super <laughs> granola and these guys like live in, you know, the middle of nowhere yeah. and they climb mountains and, you know, do a lot of <laughs> granola stuff. But you get back there and like there is a certain finesse and technique that is required in each obstacle. Yeah. And when you look at it close, like the, I, I got to spend a lot of time with Destry Abbott, yeah. who is a legend. Right. And uh, you learn a lot in that sport. And when you're following the technique of it, it is cool. Did you almost get taken out by a flying bike at any point? Not there, but in okay. arena cross for in sure. Cross, I've been yeah. on stage a few times, and there's some of the guys that are like back of the pack in the amateur classes. Yeah. And like, I, I won't stand on stage anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, these guys are standing it. Yeah. I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'm out. And there are no catch fences. Right, right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, did we catch anything? Did I miss anything? Yeah. Anything else going on? No? I feel like that's like the book of Kristen. Right? Yeah, I feel, I feel like we covered it pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. which is just fine. Uh, well, you do a great job in everything I watch. Um, so keep it up. I hope hopefully, you know, a big break comes for you. But, I mean, you still seem like you're damn busy. I am. So it's not like you're sitting at home you know, with nobody busy. calling. Right? I complain about it because it's not where I want to be. But I think that's yeah. everyone. Like, you, you yeah. always want more. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Exactly, right? Um, yeah, there, there's uh, probably some people working in the broadcast industry that whose phone is not ringing nearly as much as yours, right? right? So that, yeah. yeah, so I'm so. grateful for that. Raps, raps, raps. Raps. That's what it is. You know what? <laughs> if I hear one more person, like, <laughs> I've got the raps. I got the raps now. That's why I've I said even that. been on Pulp. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you were supposed to come in studio, uh, but did you get sick or what happened? I got really sick. Yeah, I you ended were up sick, with yeah. like the flu and then it turned yeah. into pneumonia. It was so uh, bad last bummer. year. But that's because I was traveling so much from getting ripped. Uh, Chris, Kiefer, Chris Kiefer probably creeped you out. I understand it. No, I thought there was going to be like the husband's... Basement husband? Basement husband's meeting I think, tonight. I think I missed it. I missed it. But yeah, yeah. if you're a six or under, uh, you have to go. So that was, it was mandatory. <laughs> uh, well, thanks for doing this. Thanks for... You came all the way from the strip to out here to my house. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Anytime. Uh, it was really fun to do that and fun to get to know you. And uh, so please check out your work uh, for everybody listening next year. You'll see her at Kristen Beat all over the place. And uh, thanks to Fly Racing. Thanks to Alpine Star. Thanks for Maxis. And thank Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave and, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike, I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just 
thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The Daughter, Raw Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled pit and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride and you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years go on.